0: Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie and I'm Lauren. Hi. Hey. By the way, I'm kind of into like the clicking of the software that we use before. It's like kind of a jam. It's like waiting for the <laughs> it's beat just to a drop. Beat? I know, it's just a beat. It's like a metronome basically, but I like yeah. it. it. Gets me pumped. I like that we're a little raspy this morning. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It sets the tone. Yes. For this it's episode, early. it's early. I have a slight sore throat, which is, I did three hours of karaoke last night. Yeah, your reason is fun fact work. about my karaoke experience I burped mid song and threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it was well, a chicken nugget. It was, was not the great. Song? It was uh, <laughs> million reasons by Lady Gaga. <laughs> Amazing. So you were really belting Ooh. it. So that burp was ill timed. Yeah, I think I just I tried the Burger King spicy nuggets and. <gasps> Do tell. I think that's what just destroyed me. How do you feel about them? Okay. Here's the problem with Burger King's nuggets. They've gone cheap. Oh, no. They used to be really great. And you think – well, they're a side option now at Burger King. What? You can get onion rings, fries, or chicken nuggets. Kind of love that. Love America. Uh-huh. Yeah. America. I love America. Mm-hmm. But they are – I mean, all chicken nuggets are cheap. They're just that pink putty and yeah. mm-hmm. fried. I don't know. They're right. good. But – they're, c- They're very thin. Oh. So there's not even much fake gross meat inside. It's more of the fried weird outside of the nugget. Hmm. So you're just eating deep-fried spicy batter? Kind of. I liked them while I was eating them. Yeah. But I just kept thinking how much better Wendy's is at this if yeah. they could just get their shit get together. It together and bring them back. Yeah. You liked it while you were eating it. You didn't like it while you were burping it back up. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I do like that friend of the podcast, Roger, like texted you and was like, tell Mar and they have spicy nuggets at Burger King. Like I needed to know. You did need to know. I did need to know. I appreciated it. I mean, we have lots of fangirl over <laughs> oh, spicy chicken nuggets. It's not one of them. Um, no. Let's start really quick because I have to fangirl over it because I texted you. We've found a soulmate, guys. So I watch Chef's Table The new season is out, season four. It's just pastry chefs, which I was kind of like, meh. I like my sugar cheap and shitty (laughs) and, like, covered in sprinkles. And I was like, I don't need some, like, super fancy, like, pastry bullshit, right? Like, I want an Oreo. Yeah. Enter Christina Tosi. So I'm watching the first episode, and it's about Milk Bar. Now, guys, we're in Los Angeles. We don't really know. So if you're in New York, we're so sorry. You have nine of them. You bastards. Anyway, so I know nothing about Milk Bar. I've, like, vaguely heard about it. And she comes on, and she's literally the size of a pencil. And all she freaking eats is sugar. She owns Milk Bar. And she starts talking. She's at the Ohio Fair. She's ordering every candy bar deep fried. At one point, she talks about how much joy Dairy Queen brings her. And I welled up. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. Is this woman my soulmate? I started texting you about it. And then... As if by magic, they are opening a milk bar within walking distance of my home. We did walk by. We did walk by to scope it out. Um, and I just blessed this woman. She was talking about how she doesn't feel like cake should be the pinnacle of our desserts as a child. And I was like, yes. Yes, Christina Tosi. What did she give what she thinks is? The, big, the most important dessert? She loves a pie. She loves everything. She just doesn't think that it should only— Oh, I can't only... wait to taste that crack pie. Oh, I know. She just thinks that it shouldn't— always be cake like that there should be sort of a rotating gotcha top you know pinnacle i do appreciate that she is kind of about the perfect balance of frosting and cake Mm -hmm. whereas traditional cakes are just covered covered in frosting yeah and she she makes a great cookie she invented this uh dessert that's basically cereal milk based and so they have like soft serve that she can make it i'm gonna go back to dairy for that i'm gonna upset my stomach to have Milk Bar. <laughs> All in the name of Christina Tosi. She's now our leader. I will follow her anywhere. At one point, I was like, do we just get a job at Milk Bar? Like, why, why is that not just what I'm doing? Um, so we went to go see the Milk Bar location during fangirl <laughs> opportunity number two. During another sugar trip. Oh, my God. So you came over to my house on Sunday, and we walked to—there's a flea market at the end of my street every Sunday. It supports a school. Very great idea. Let me preface this by I drove by this market yes. mm-hmm. several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I saw a food truck that made me gasp in my car. Yes. And I sent a text to practically everyone. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is by Marn's house. We're going to go. I'm going to find this calendar, see yep. what's up. Lucky for us, they're, they've been there every Sunday this month. Bless them. Bless. Guys, we went to the pudding truck And you know what? It's so good, it doesn't even need a punny name. It's just the pudding Because pudding is one of the most underrated snacks. slash desserts. Completely. And it needs more recognition. Yeah, and like really, what's the big difference between like a panna cotta and a pudding? Not much. But (laughs) panna cotta gets to be fancy and on menus, and pudding doesn't. Yeah. It's a shame. So we walk down there and we bring my small child. We each get a pudding. You got, uh, what'd you get? Vanilla I got vanilla. Bean. Did you yeah. get toppings? I got vanilla bean with wafers. Okay. I got banana, like southern style banana pudding. The whipped cream on yours was also banana. It was, it was amazing. They gave us these tiny spoons. The gentleman working, <laughs> his name was Trey, blessed this man. Very informative very lovely. I was inquiring about catering. He gave me a whole list of things that I like would needed all of this information. Like the idea that you can create your own flavor. It's consumed me for the last week. I keep just sending you random things. And I know that, you know, I'm talking about pudding because I'll just be like carrot cake. (laughs) You're like, "Mm, maybe. So we go through, we walk, we, you know, we eat our pudding. We're thinking about it the whole time. Guys, we went back. Yeah, because there were (laughs) There's a ton of flavors that I want to try. Mm-hmm. They do a peanut butter. Yeah. Okay, what? Mm-hmm. But we tried the butterscotch. Yes. My favorite of the three. Me too. It was mind blowing, and they put some brownies on it. Those brownies also incredible. Yeah. Why? He Trey, bless Trey again. Didn't I didn't want the brownies? I was like not into <laughs> it because I was I'd already had so much sugar that I knew that I was like I'm creeping on the point of like I'm going to get sick from too much sugar. And I was like, "All right, Trey, let's cut the brownie portion in half. Just give me like a, you know, half what you normally do." We still had like six brownies on top of it. They were the perfect texture of brownie. Mm -hmm. They were thick, yet slightly like that undercooked. Yeah, they were all like the the middle part of the brownie. Oh, God bless! And they might have a storefront in the future. This is my dream. Also, friend of the podcast Margie like knows the owners, and I was, what is happening? this to- is amazing it's 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 a goddamn dream i was so excited about it it's dangerous that it just sits at the end of my block every sunday didn't need to know that maybe it'll rotate yeah. maybe it'll go other places i will say there was not a line, and no. I think it's because we went around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Like we ate pudding for lunch. But that was all I had for the rest and it of the was day. The, yeah, it was the only truck there, so yeah. people were probably like, "I want a meal." That's true. I don't know. It deserved a line though. It absolutely it deserved a line. Amazing. And everyone kind of looked at us like, "How was it?" I'm like, "It's pudding. It's obviously great." Yeah, I would pay five dollars, eat a snack pack out of a truck. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing. We only really paid $5. We got the largest portion, and it was the small. I was like, who's paying $11 worth of giant pudding? Oh, Maybe I me. Would. Yeah. Maybe me. You could eat Because you live so close, you could eat it and take it home and oh, save yeah. half. Mm-hmm. Smart. And okay. oh, I have pudding for the week. Now, oh, well, now we're going too far. Now you ruined me. Fangirl opportunity number three. If you follow us on Instagram, you've seen our hot pics. Guys, we went to the opening night of Save by the Max. The Save by the Bell pop up. Can I just say I'm still craving the burger that I ate? Did you like it? Yeah. I was what I realized that I didn't ask you. So you had the impossible burger, which yeah, is like the Which is a veggie it's, burger. It's, yeah, but it's like fake meat, it bleeds. I it don't didn't know. really bleed, but it was really good. Yeah, I've had one before. They're very good. I don't know what's going on with it, but I'm into it. So I also got a little drunk. Why we waited for your yeah. food. Natalie and I would have realized that we are lightweights. We each had a cocktail and we're both like I mean we're chatting normally, but <laughs> they're <laughs> just the like say like, ah! like, <laughs> by the mouth like I had a Mark Paul 75, which I loved. What was yours, called I had a Paloma, which is a it was like a fancy Paloma with like carrot juice in it. Yes. I don't know. It was great. Roger had a Zachary Dacquari, which I could just talk about the names of everything forever yeah so we get there you were rocking a great like nod to jesse Spano, but also could have just been your normal look and i would have believed it Mm -hmm. but you looked great i was rocking my bayside tigers t-shirt that did come in time thank you rush shipping um and so we walk in and it's just like everything you wanted it to be there's all these lockers that are you know sort of customized for each of the characters there's all these little details there's like spray paint of kevin the robot and i refused to like enter the restaurant fully until our whole party was there because i didn't want to spoil myself and even before you got there so we met another coworker, jackie there and all of a sudden just like like a Freight train around the corner comes Mr. Belding going, hey, hey, hey! And like, we took a group photo with like 10 random strangers. <laughs> I was living my best life. You know, there was a part of me that thought Mr. Belding being there is kind of sad. Yeah, you turned on it though. You got I was real like, into it. Oh, like, he can't really. I don't know. This is what part he's Part of doing. me is like, this is the best he could do or something. But then I was like, he didn't have to do this. No. And he is going around table by table saying hi to everyone, yes. offering to get a photo. Like, it's so kind. Yes. I liked it. It was yeah. really nice. And it's really not that different than doing a convention, yeah. right? And you're just making all of these people's days. Like, you could just see every, the joy in people's faces. Everyone was losing their goddamn minds. And so it was opening night. We knew it was going to be maybe a little clustery. I will say the food was, like, better than I thought it was going to be considering it was opening night. And they were hyper-apologetic for, like, it taking wait, a while. Even though they had 30-plus employees So working. many employees. But... We were all like, it's fine. There's so much to look at and do. Yeah. Like, we were fine. And we got a free dessert out of it, too. Two free desserts. Um, but I thought it was awesome. And then it weirdly turned into like a who's who in the podcasting world. Yeah, it was a comedy podcast meetup. <laughs> Which we didn't there know. There were Five. Yeah. Comedy podcast hosts that I was fangirling over. It was, but I was cool about it. Yeah, we were. Pretty I didn't cool bother about it. anyone. No, we didn't. I mean, four <laughs> of them were sitting at one table. Yeah, which was totally insane, or standing at one table. Um, but yeah, we didn't. We didn't know. I mean, I guess we were part of it. We just didn't know. It was fun. I will be jealous when someone bigger shows up because yeah. you know it's going to happen. The totally. Sh- the restaurant's now running through next year. Yeah, I think I'm I go would back. go again just to eat. I would go back. I want to go to brunch. I want to see what their brunch okay. menus like. It's probably similar. There are pancakes there on are. the menu. I know, but there has to be something else. there got to be eggs or something. There were eggs as side options. There were? Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe it's just the same menu. I don't know. Um, I would go and just get a cocktail. It's kind of great in there. Also, they had some merch. I might just pop in and get that Bayside Tiger sweatshirt. Yeah. They were giving it away at $45. I highly recommend. I... I'm, I almost call myself a queen of pop-ups, which is very sad. <laughs> um, I've gone to several pop-ups since I've moved here, and I think this is one of the best ones. I mean, So it's if you legit. can go, go. The photo of us with Mr. Baldy, maybe, I don't know if we posted it on Fangirl, but maybe we'll repost it. We will. The photo of us with him, the perspective of, like, the rest of the, yeah, is exactly from the show. I mean, I look dumb in that photo. Oh, I, I kind of too. hate it because I was being stupid Mm -hmm. and putting my fists under my chin and posing. I thought you looked great. But I love the atmosphere of that photo. I'm like, this is legit. It's like, so if you watch the show, you know where the gang always sits. They sit like directly in front of the um, jukebox. Like there's Mm -hmm. two tables behind them. We would have been like kitty corner from the gang in another booth. And it looks perfect. Perfect. Loved it. I loved it. It just like it brought me so much joy. And everyone there was like between the ages of like 25 and 40. And there were oh my god the family. There were some children. Oh the bless those kids though in their tiny little Bayside Tigers cheerleading costumes. I was like is this what Philly is next year? Yeah. Marin was living her true dream. Oh I was dying. It was fun. I Watching was dying. You light up. I did. I, both from the cocktail and <laughs> yeah. the restaurant. I was like, was it the restaurant or was it the cocktail? Um, so, guys, if you're in Los Angeles, it's running through New Year's Eve, I believe. I think it's go- pushed farther now into 2019. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's right, we could meet there because it's mm-hmm. literally a mile from both of our homes. Mm-hmm. Um, we could just talk about this yeah. for an hour. Is this our podcast? Is this a fangirl feelings forum on the a- Save by about the Bell about pop? the restaurant. Did you see they liked our, our photo? Yep. I'm like, sure oh. they liked everyone's. Don't I'm sorry. Don't bring me down. <laughs> you know I thought about it, obviously, and then I was like, I'm not gonna go look because I was just into it. All right. Do we have anything else to fangirl over? I mean, we've that spent was a lot of quality lot. time That's together. That's like lately. a solid fifteen minutes of fangirling. I mean You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. It was warranted. Um shall we get into it? Oh, Joey, come on down. Are we the next contestant on The Price Is Right? Oh my God, do you know how much I would lose my shit? Just even, you know, what would be the worst is we would go to The Price Is Right and they would be like, "Marin, come on down," and they I'd be would. Like, Damn, Damn it. But I'm going. Like that's me. <laughs> like, my I'm thing running. is, I would be so excited, but I don't think I would bring the presence that some people have. Like mm-hmm. I watched a video of The Price Is Right yesterday where a woman rolled down the aisle. <gasps> what? She just. Like when you roll down a hill of grass, oh, yeah, like she uh-huh. was just going for it. She was it. just pumped. Yeah, I don't feel like I have that excitement because I would instantly be nervous. The thing about prices is right is it's numbers. I'm not great with numbers. So I'm like, oh, oh no, $1 every time because I don't know. <laughs> totally. It's very stressful. Well, yeah, and it's like and not, everyone's yelling at you. Yeah. And you don't you're not typically shopping for a jet ski. You don't know the yeah. price of that. Like how do you like a dinette set right. plus like... a jet ski? That's a lot. <laughs> you're like, I don't know, $800? <laughs> what? How much is a jet ski? All right, guys. So we're going to talk about the things you watched when you were sick. It's fitting because I have a sore throat. Price is right. We just have it's to the start. number with- one. We have to start with it. I was thinking about it this morning. I mean, it wasn't on on the weekends. How did you even, like, know it existed? You – I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like – maybe I'm wrong. But back in the day – we didn't always have cable satellite. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're limited to, what, five, six channels? Maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's the brightly like, colored, I don't know, kid-ish show compared kid-ish. to the dark soap operas. Totally. That are on around that time of day. Uh-huh. So I feel like you're naturally drawn to it. What time was it on for you? Do you remember? It was on at, like, 11. Yeah, th- I think for us it was on at 10 a.m. Um, and it, it was just one of those things, like, you would wake up you would feel crappy you'd mm-hmm. be like mom i don't feel good and she'd be like okay like you can stay home and then you're like yes and then you'd sleep you go back to bed for a little bit and then you'd you wake, wake up <laughs> and the price is right on yep. and it was just like you would you know depending on how old you were if you were like old enough to stay home by yourself if you were sick then... never what really never. oh my parents <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: like, call. my parents
0: loved me <laughs> They'd call and check on me i don't know they had to work they'd call and check on me um but if i was like you know 12 or 13 like be like all right and then you just like make yourself a sad bowl of cereal and like sit up in front of the tv that was my dream did you have a tv in your room no yes you did oh i didn't yeah Yeah. You just looked at me like, obviously. (laughs) I slept, the TV was my nightlight. Oh, cute. Um, Okay, so what do we know about The Price is Right, other than it's walking distance from my house? All right, well, there's a long history that I don't really want to dig into. Okay. But the show has been going on since the 50s. Amazing. Bob Barker, not always the host. Oh, we didn't know that. He was there, kind of left, came back. But he is the heart and soul. Absolutely. Of The Price is Right. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about Drew Carey? I wish you were fat again. What? I, no, like to host this game show, I feel like he looks kind of like ill. I don't know. Interesting. That's he's, not what I expected. He's, fu- he's fine. He's fine. But I Bob, think he does a pretty good job. And I imagine it's the, a pretty sweet gig. Oh, my God. Completely. You know they must knock out like eight episodes in a day and then they don't work for like... You think? Yeah, because I know that when you go to look online, like when you can go... They don't film every single day, and there'll be like large chunks of time where there are no episodes being filmed. So, I do think they do. I know, for example, they do Wheel of Fortune. They shoot multiple yes, episodes I in do a day. Know that. And so, I know for um, Price is Right, they shoot multiple as well. Yeah. Um, well, Bob Barker was the l- series' longest running host okay. from 72 until his retirement in 2007. Unbelievable. A hero. A hero. An American hero. <laughs> the Price is Right has aired over 8,000 episodes since its debut and is one of the longest running network series in U.S. television history. So I just had this weird moment and I like kind of thought about reaching out to her. This girl who was in my Mommy and Me class, she posted something and was like, congratulations to my husband. And he, her husband's a producer and just won an Emmy, a daytime Emmy for The Price is Right. And I was like, <gasps> What? Please ask her everything. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need to know. But also, I love that they're just winning those Emmys. Yeah. Great. I mean, I think Bob Barker's great. But for me, I really loved Rod Roddy. Yeah. The announcer. The announcer. His, His suits. suits. Mm-hmm. He was very, like, Big Bopper-esque. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was some... 50s vibe about like him a going fl- on? more like flamboyant big bopper yeah uh huh um, which I love he was always like it was Sometimes, like a sequin like at least once he cross dressed and like surprised people as one of the models <laughs> as a Barker's beauty yeah um kind of loved that yeah but he just sat in his booth usually which is right? even better. It's an an even better job than Bob Barker. It's so easy. Totally. And, I mean, his voice is just so synonymous. Yeah, when he says, come on down. This is where come on down really came from. Yeah. that Rod Roddy. Thanks, buddy. He was always, his jackets were always like a tuxedo-like jacket, but they'd be like sparkly with like a black lapel. And like a matching tie. He He was fashion forward. Very fashion forward, Rod Roddy. Especially for like 10 a.m. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> really going for uh-huh. it. He's really going for it. Um, Did you have a favorite game? Yeah, Plinko. Mm. Did you like Plinko? I like Plinko. My favorite, though, I had to look up the name of it, is okay. Cliffhangers. What's that? It's the one with the yodeling guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, like, I love the song that plays. Uh-huh. And I love how everyone in the crowd is like, oh, i got to watch this guy. Just climb. Just get up there. <laughs> like, so my thing about Plinko is that they don't play it, they play it, like, once every day two to three weeks it's because it's everyone's favorite i mean it's fun watching that little thing like it's very soothing it is soothing but also anxiety producing i think what game on the price is right isn't anxiety inducing i don't know how heavy do you think the wheel is heavy
1: I i don't know
0: that you could do it i watched bob barker spin the wheel in a video he struggled and I'm not. I'm not saying that you're weak. You're just short. So it's like yeah. trying to get up there and get the leverage that you would need. I always felt like taller people did better. I want. I want a shot though, at the wheel. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know how heavy it is. I would even just go to the prices right, just to like be on the stage. Like I don't need to be on the show necessarily, but just like let me spin that wheel. Let me like. That's what I prefer. Let me my... drop a thing in the plinko board. Yeah. Let me go home. Why don't they do that? Like, they just—they could make so much money just being, like, a $50 special tour. I would special absolutely tour, get, do a special tour. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I also liked the game. I don't remember which one it is. It might be the money game where you have – you're trying to, like, find the pieces of the car. Oh, yeah. It's, like, yellow squares. Mm-hmm. I also liked that one. And the one that's – you're just, like – People yell higher or lower yeah. on the price, and it just flips. Yeah. I like to those. I like games of chance more than I like Games of any, skill. Yeah. Always. Be <laughs> uh, like, I could win this. I have a 50-50 chance. And, like, chance. those showcases at the end are really stressful. So we have to – we can't talk about the prices right without talking about the Aaron Paul episode. So The most excited anyone has ever been. Literally be on the, the most excited. Right? So Aaron Paul, obviously on Breaking Bad, I believe he was on Jay Leno, and he was talking about how he'd been on The Price is Right, or Jay was asking him about it, and then they Someone played the found footage. It. Yeah, they played the footage, and he this is pre-famous Aaron Paul, and he's like straight up skater boy from like an Avril Lavigne video, <laughs> and he's so excited, and he I think he says that he had, you know, drank like... Red Bulls or whatever like he's hyped he's about to explode he's about to explode he gets onto the show like gets all the way through makes it to the showcase showdown spoiler he loses the showcase showdown like pretty it was like a close situation and he says something like he was depressed for six months after (laughs) because like he didn't win this you know trip and dinette set or whatever well there's also that I remember you telling me Mm -hmm. about how there was a big conspiracy that someone had cheated, but yeah. in fact, they just loved the show. Yeah. So I believe the article was either in Esquire, or some magazine years ago, and this was in the Drew Carey era. And a gentleman who was essentially a super fan of *Price Is Right* and also maybe a little bit of like a mathematical savant, just watched a ton of *Price Is Right*, and they repeat the games, and they repeat oh. the prizes, and they repeat the, the prices. Exactly. Whoa. So he basically memorized all of these things. So he got into the onto the stage because I think he like guessed whatever it was accurately. And then like was guessing everything perfectly right. So he gets to the showcase showdown and he guesses the showcase showdown exactly right. And what happens when you do that is you win both you win both the okay. prizes. Drew Carey believes that he is cheating and like they all kind of believe that he is cheating well yeah because because how how and so you see drew carey be like great you won because he thinks that like the show's never going to air because this guy cheated but they found out later that he wasn't cheating he just was a sort of savant and so you there's a video of it somewhere i've seen it and drew carey's like super pissy about it why would you even i don't know how would you go about cheating I don't. Someone in the crew is like, "Hey, it's this much," or like, "You have something, somebody in your ear." Yeah, I don't know. Like, it feels very. The stakes feel very low. Like, why? Do you mean you have one minute of Price's Right fame? Also, I think if I were some kind of math wizard, and loved the show, I wouldn't match it to the penny. I think I would like change it a little bit. Yeah, be a little smarter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just was. I love that it's this communal. American youth experience. Like, I don't, it, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone that's like, yeah, I hate the prices, right? Like, what? Why? Yeah, there's no one. They're, the colors, the fashion, the crazy people with their shirts, like people giving Bob Barker a kiss on the cheek, the like babes showing off jet skis. Like, <laughs> I don't know, there's something for everybody. Do they have any boy beauties? I now? think they do now. Ooh, progressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob boy Barker beauties. telling us to get our pets spayed or neutered. Like, there was a message. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just... what more could you want in a game show? <sighs> Not much. I do feel like our next game show though offers a lot of fun things. As yeah, well. this is probably one of my favorite game shows. Really interesting. Yeah. Family Feud. Love. Hot theme song. Hot theme song. Um, so many hosts. Why so many hosts? I don't know. I think people just get tired of it. I grew up really watching the Louis Anderson era. Oh, really? Interesting. I I remember, like, uh, Rich—I'm looking at the list. Maybe. I mean, Ray Combs—there's, like, the Richard Dawson is the first guy? Yes. Yes. So Ray Combs is the guy that I probably remember the most. Actually, Uh Dawson was the second. Uh, Ray Combs is the first. Gotcha. Because it was on a different network. It, like, switched— Networks. A lot of that happens. So, all of these shows, for the most part, are syndicated, Mm -hmm. meaning that they're owned by some sort of production company and they can, like, be over here, be over there, like, run reruns, like, a lot. So, when you watch it, you're never really watching, like, the most current version. I feel like anything we watched of any of these shows, like, was multiple reruns. I had no idea Steve Harvey was not the current host of Family Feud because that's what I'm always watching in syndication which I love because Steve Harvey's expressions and they, for some reason make, they now change the answers to very weird words. Like I can't get an example off the top of my head, but if someone said like, but they would change it to like your back bottom, like they make it so weird. Like they don't have to, but they change it like a toilet, a commode. Like they'll make it more difficult. Oh, And it's, funny and i love it <laughs> i do like steve harvey because i feel like he's no nonsense and if people are like dumb he'll just be like what yeah <laughs> and he has to look at the camera like you're stupid for five minutes yes also during steve harvey era the announcer's joey fatone <gasps> what joey fat one yes what? joey fat one that's also of insane of insane just got a star on the hollywood walk of fame for you youths Joey, fat one. Um, I just always really appreciated the, the ding, like the noise that when the answers twist around. To love that. My parents used to tell me like, you know, when they were young and poor before they had me and I'm, I made them old and wealthy. I don't know. Um, they would guess the answers before the question was read. They would like it, they would like make their own game out of Family Feud, which I thought was kind of amusing. Yeah. I just imagine them like sitting Do around. Do we need to explain the game? I don't think so. Do you people know? No, I do. My one of my life's goals, though, is to be one of the one hundred people asked on the street. Yes. How do you get that? You have to be at a mall at the right time, maybe, or do they just make that up? Yeah. Is it like an online poll now? Do you think they've incorporated <gasps> technology? I want in. Would they pay us for that? That's just our whole job. What is your opinion? Um, and I always love at the end. Like, the side-by-side when people, like... Is there anything more stressful than watching someone do the final round of Family Feud? No. Where they're just saying things? Because you're at home, like blasting out words out of your mouth, like, yeah. I got this. Uh-huh. I would be so good. But when you're there, the pressure, yeah, you're blanking. And, like, if you're that second person, you only get, what, like, five or ten more seconds than the person before you. That's not a lot of time. Yeah. And you normally have to come up with a second word. Yes. Like, so you're already coming up with, like, the second most popular situation. I don't know. It's very hard. You're standing in front of a studio audience, like, Richard Carnes standing next to you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Al, it's... Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I bet those studios are either really hot or really cold. I feel like that one's cold. You I don't, don't know. <laughs> That's just my, <laughs> if my you instinct. We're going to be on family feuds, you need five people. So I would assume you would have your mom and your dad. And oh. then who else in your family would you have? I don't know, really. Mm. It's tricky. Does, do they have to be like blood relatives? Because people have in-laws on there. Y- no, it's definitely in-laws. So could I be like, this is my friend?
1: Uh, Can you do that?
0: Unclear. I do like. When I know they do if you do like. They did bands one time, so oh. they're not related. No, um, yeah, I like. It, you know, love a good theme. Um, I'm trying to think. I knew a, a girl and from my high school. Her family was on it, like when they were young. Did they win? I. Think so. They have a great photo in their house of all of them, like with oh their little my God. matching. What shirts. a dream family photo, framed Just on the like, mantle on all of them. Yeah, I know. It's. Uh, I don't know how it happened. I also had a friend whose dad was on Wheel of Fortune. A lot of a lot of game show yeah. participation. You know, I once got a callback for Hollywood Game Night. So. <laughs> Did you go? Did you go? (laughs) No, but I aced my interview. I had to do the game. I had to do like trivia and then I had to do the game where you like hum the songs. Oh, yeah. I was so good. You would be really good at that. And I didn't get a second call back, but I think it might have been because I was at work when they called. And I called back and like did the interview and I'm afraid maybe it was too late. That's such a tragedy. (laughs) Speaking of other ways and other shows we could participate in, our next show is supermarket speed. This yes. is your jam. This is my jam. Like I loved it. Also has a hot theme song. The it's you know instrumental. There's a saxophone. I think game show theme songs are underrated. Absolutely, because you they put Jeopardy in- iconic. Right. They put you in such a good place. Like you're like pumped for it. Really really into it. Okay, so I didn't know this about Supermarket Sweep. The original show was on ABC from December 20th, 1965 to July 14th, 1967. Mm. I didn't know it was that old. It was also originally filmed in an actual supermarket, which I was like, that that kind of makes sense to me because this is 70s, but there's a Laverne and Shirley episode where they do kind of a supermarket sweep. Like Laverne is the 100th customer or whatever, and she gets to do something, and Mm. I thought Huh. Interesting. How how do they know? What came first? (laughs) Chicken or the egg here? Um, But so all the ones that we probably watched were, it was the revival on Lifetime. And it was originally like 1990 to 95. Then they reran until like 2000. Then they sort of revamped it. But they filmed it at the Hollywood Center Studios, which is also basically equidistant from our house on Santa Monica. Um, And the host that probably we all know is David Ruprecht. And he's kind of the like, Side swept bang, shorter gentleman. Yes. Yes. Like, you can Button hear his shirt, voice, but yes. casual. Yes. You can see him. You can, like, hear him. So, I was going through all the rules and, like, all the different games, you know, and there was the bonus sweep and, like, the interesting thing about Supermarket Sweep, it was, like, very themed. So, it was, for the most part, a lot about actual, like, grocery shopping. Yeah. There would occasionally be the, like, pop culture section, like, for no reason. The only way I'm going to survive. <laughs> but... Then I was getting down to the part about, like, all these nitty-gritty. First of all, the largest prize you could win was $5,000. What? like a lot of effort. And then there would be, like, a double bonus week and it would be, like, $10,000. Maybe they spent a lot of their budget on the grocery items in the store. Maybe. Um, but so this part I did not know. If an item was knocked off a shelf or otherwise upset or damaged, the runner who did so either had to replace the item on the shelf or put it in his cart or take a $25 penalty for each item. Uh. And then they were you were also penalized if you ran into the displays, cameraman, or other personnel. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. We loved that. I feel like I would definitely take the $25 penalty. Like, there's no time. And I'd be running <laughs> Just through, ramming into the yeah. camera. Being the negatives. <laughs> um, so this show was an international sensation. There were 15 International versions everywhere from like Argentina to like French Canadian. Um, and like the names are super funny. Loved it. In Argentina, it's like clink, caja. <laughs> like, mm. I what I love it. about it is everyone's wearing crew neck sweatshirts. Yes, with like, a white. That's your team. But a lot of times you'd have like a white polo that would like come out mm, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the colors were either like light blue, red, or yellow. And that was it. There was no variety. <laughs> Sometimes purple. Really? I feel I don't like I've that. seen a purple. Hmm. Um, but. On October 13th, 2017, Fremantle Media acquired the global rights to the show, and they're bringing it back. I just said before we started airing this, do we need to put out a Google alert and do it? Like, I don't know if I can handle it. Why? Because there's price questions. (laughs) There's stress from running. Yeah. I mean, to think it would be fun, but I also think you'd get mad at me. Well, no i would have fun because you're competitive i'm super competitive i would probably have to be the person that that runs into the supermarket i just need you to cheer me on yeah. i think i need to do it and now like i totally i totally understand the pricing strategy because remember you can only have five of an item <laughs> but you gotta you gotta go for gotta the get form- the hams you gotta get the hams you gotta get the baby formula you gotta get the diapers you gotta get what about like, cleaning supplies I mean, they're expensive, but, like, I don't know if they're that expensive. Where I gonna... always feel like they're very overpriced. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> Toilet paper also in a grocery store. Oh, it's yeah. It's, like, $10 more than it is at Target. But totally. Yeah, I wonder. if That's interesting. I wonder yeah, are they they're... going grocery prices? Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they're taking, like, the average of the mm-hmm. stores in the area. Are they California prices? Because yeah, I would it's assume different. it's a lot more expensive than in other places, except for produce. Like, they're just giving away avocados. You'd and need, I assume like, the reboot, avocados. the prize will be bigger. I hope so because I mean it's 2018. Uh, yeah, what would you do it for? Like, for I would sure? do it for anything. I'd do it for twenty dollars. Why not? <laughs> just for the experience, just for that supermarket sweep pain. Um. Okay. But did this show make you nauseous on a sick day? <laughs> a All little of the food. It's a little frenetic and it, just running everywhere. Yeah. It like. It definitely pushed me though towards like feeling better because it brought me a lot of joy. There's also sort of a tandem show that I texted you about that you didn't remember and it was a show called Shop Till You Drop. And it's a very similar concept, except you're in a mall. Great. Love it. Yeah. But the set was so big. I was watching an episode this morning. The set was so big. They're constantly kind of having to run. Like, the host yeah, is in running. in a mall. No, I know. But, like, the host is running because they, like, have little podiums. But then they run to do other games. And then the host runs with them. And I was like, is this dude sweaty at the end of it? But, yeah, I mean, you did, like, a, a sweep at the end. But it was much smarter. You would get six boxes at the end. And you'd have to total twenty five hundred dollars or more, and you'd get six boxes, and you'd open a box, and if you liked, if you thought the value of that was expensive enough, you would keep it. If not, you would send your partner somewhere in the store to see if they could get something more expensive. Oh, okay. So then, like, there was a lot of running, but also some math and like figuring things out. And so at the end, if your six boxes total twenty five hundred dollars or more, you won. Interesting. I know it was great. I loved it. Also, a madness. Yeah, it was literally like Mall Madness come to life, which I left. All of these sh- shows on Lifetime, by the way. This was like before there was anything really else Crazy. on Lifetime. Before Game Show Network. Precisely. So I'm gonna end on a show that I'm actually not sure if I watched while sick or if it was on on the weekends. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure it was a sick day show uh-huh. for me. It's a game show on UPN. Bless. I wa It aired from 2000 to 2005. Mm-hmm. The show is called Street Smarts. Street Smarts. Think you've got them? Find out now. Street Smarts. Do you remember the show? I do. Okay. It was so 2000 to 2005 is like towards the end of my high school, like college. So I probably didn't watch it at 10 when I was sick, but I do remember it. It's funny that I. Every time I'm like, what is the show that takes place in like a sewer? There's fences, it's kind of dark. I have to Google it every time. In like I can't sewer. remember Street Smarts to save my life, and that's probably why I got canceled. Nobody could remember the name.
1: <laughs> in so a
0: sewer. It's hosted by a comedian, Frank Nicotero. Okay. He really hasn't done a lot of work, like Weird. a lot of huge work. Um he co-hosted the Sharon Osbourne show. Oh, okay. And was in the movie Ginger Dead Man 2. Now, the first one, Gary Busey is Ginger Dead Man. I have seen the first one. Okay. Have not seen the second one. And I made a note like, this is all I need. I know he's in Ginger Dead Dead Man 2. Uh And then I realized the title and I freaked out. It's called Passion of the Crust. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. You have it in all caps. My notes literally says, oh, my God, it's called Passion of the Crust. (laughs) I... Ugh, I'm just blown away. Ginger by how Dead smart Man that is. is hard to say. Ginger Dead Man. Ginger Dead Man. Okay. Ginger Dead. Look it up, kids. <laughs> Anyways, the show—it looks—it does look like you're in a sewer, kind of. Okay. The um, Street Smart Street Smarts logo is like a sewer. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like grate. You uh-huh. know what I'm talking gotcha. about. So the sewer game top. is kind of similar to Family Feud okay. in a way. So they take to the streets. And they pull I think three people and ask them a series of questions. Okay. Now you have two contestants
1: and mm -hmm, these people mm -hmm, are asked a question
0: and then they need to pick a person out of the three street interviews. Who got it right? Like who they think got it right. And then the second round's like who you think got it wrong Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. There's also a dunce cap involved. Remember the dunce cap, saw that. I think you just uh like put someone on the spot. I really didn't understand the dunce cap. It's kind of like – it's Family Feud mixed with Jay Leno's jaywalking. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Essentially. Okay. Sounds fun. Um, it, it was fun. But I don't remember the prizes being great. It had a – ooh, this makes sense. I think this will help you understand my sewer vibe. It felt like Jerry Springer. The set is like uh, a dark Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh-huh. Kind of like grungy. There's like a chain link fence. Yes. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. great. We're all on the same we're page. We're all on the same page. Visually, I know, we're I here. Just, I really liked the show, I think because I would definitely mess up not knowing these answers because... These weren't just pop culture. These are across-the-board trivia. Oh, no. Like history. Oh, no. Geography. Like I would mess up. Uh-huh. And it, I mean, it made people look like idiots, <laughs> which was fun for me, you know, as yeah. a kid. Uh-huh. You're like, eh, everyone's stupid. I mean, little did I know. I also was stupid. Uh, <laughs> little did I know. I'd be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you watch it? Yeah, just, I, like, here and there. Yeah, I remember it. The Dunscap, you just said, I was like, oh, yeah, the visual came I back to me. I feel like it's around the same time as Ben Stein's Money. Mm-hmm. Because the host is very Jimmy Kimmel Oh, of that period of time. Gotcha. Um, I liked Ben Stein's Money. Yeah, me too. I love a good game show. When, when I put Cash Cab on the list, did not watch while I was sick, but I just want to say I love Cash Cab. Just in general? Yeah. That's like Throw your dream? If you just, like, got in the Cash Cab? Oh, um, I'd panic. Also, hard trivia for me. (laughs) What do you think you would watch if you were sick today? Like, I mean, if you didn't have Netflix, like, let's flash back in time. If I were a kid or adult, I'll Mm -hmm. do it today. I would definitely watch Billy on the Street. I love Billy on the Street. It's so funny. And it's all pop culture based, which, even like as a kid, that's, like, all I cared about anyway. Uh-huh. Like, that was my stuff I wanted to learn. That was my education. Right. So I love that. I love the obstacle courses. I love that he gets, gets celebrities in there. Yes. Um, and I love that it's only, like, for a dollar. Yeah. And I just, I love There's his screaming no at people. no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Him, him screaming at people, like, really brings me a lot of joy. Um, I also used to watch this show, and you didn't remember it. I showed you a clip. It's old. Like, it was in reruns. I was watching reruns. I always referred to it as the whammy game. That's not what it's called. What is it? It's called Press Your Luck. Okay. And I've heard of that. Yes. And there's like this little animated sort of goblin (laughs) that like will take your money. Like if you hit him, he's the whammy. And it would like, you know, people would have to answer random questions and then you'd get to, you know, press a button and it would spin around and if you. You know, hit it again. Then if you got the whammy, you'd lose all your money, whatever. I just thought it was very fun. And this little, you know, goblin guy would always be like, ha, 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 that was the noise he made. And I was like, oh, coming that up with game shows, crazy, crazy. So many rules, a lot of rules, a lot of weird things. You got to it got to be bright. It has to have personality. It's got to mm. make those sick kids um, happy. Have you seen the game show where Ellen basically tries to murder everyone? <laughs> I don't like it. it Stress. Ellen's out. game of games. I don't like it. Um, yeah. I, I do have to say I like Hollywood Game Night. I know I don't you, think it's on anymore. Uh, but Jane I, Lynch hosts. Yeah, I was very into it. Not a sick day show because it's on in it prime, was prime time. time but mm-hmm. not enough primetime game shows, or too many. Mm. I don't know. I don't. We have we have <laughs> our Wheel of Fortune and our Jeopardies. Yeah, but that's not really evening. prime time. That's pre prime time. Yeah, but that's when I want it. I do end up watching Wheel of Fortune, like. I'm waiting for Riverdale to be on, and uh, I'll look at the channels close by. I'm yeah. like, Oh, Wheel of Fortune's on because for some reason they're airing Two and a Half Men before Riverdale. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. But I get very into Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Wheel of Fortune's not, great. I'm not great at it, but it's fun. Do you want to know an insider yes. piece of information? Tell me now. So my friend, whose dad was on it, Pat Sajak is very short. Um, yeah, like five four, okay. and all of the people. The contestants actually stand in, like, a pit to make him not look as short because my friend's dad was, like, 6'4 or something, and he still looks gigantic in terms of – so it's like Patsy Jack like, walks around on, like, a catwalk, and then there's, like, a depression where the contestants stand, and then he can walk sort of next to you because he's very, very small. He's very smooth. So smooth. Like, his skin is smooth. Yeah. I saw Vanna White once at, <gasps> uh, at a hotel, and it was very exciting. Wow. Yeah. Hot tip, she likes to have lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel if you ever come to Los Angeles. Love that. And, like, she's in a She's a Barbie song. doll. She's a Barbie doll. She's in a Nelly song. Like, I mean. She's never won the same gown twice. Icon. She has the <laughs> easiest job in the world. She didn't do anything. She just walks and looks pretty. Yeah, now she doesn't even have to turn the letters. No. It was in our 1997 Woes episode. Yep. We went to That's the digital board. all I want to do. Can I be the replacement? I'm not tall enough. Great. Maybe. You could. You I could, could be asked. Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> They've already got those depressions built for you because you're short. Great. All right. So this is fun. I liked thinking about game shows and what I used to watch when I was sick. I'm really sad you don't remember Shop Till You Drop. I'm going to find you episodes. I'll look it up. And just watch those people run around. They're sweating by the end of it. So much running. Also, Dee Bradley Baker hosted it for a while. That should Mm, be enough. Great. Voice of Klaus the Fish on American Dad and Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Guys, if you have 20 minutes to spare, go to his IMDb and just Scroll and scroll and scroll. It's crazy. Voice actors. A lot of work. All right. So what were your favorite game shows that you watched while you were sick? Other than The Price is Right. We just maybe did you not like The Price is Right? Whoa. I want to know why. Yeah. If you didn't like it, Was it too in... in your face. Oh, I feel like it could be a little. ah. It could be. Were you creeped out by the skinny microphone? Mm, love this. We haven't even talked about the skinny microphone. Loved the skinny it's microphone. like the most important part. <laughs> it's like it's a whole, it's a Bob Berger's whole jam. Um, so send us an email at HelloFangirls at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social, Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram, FGF Podcast on Twitter, Facebook. Yep. Yeah. And. If maybe if you liked this episode or our other episodes, you could leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, we'd love that. It's always fun. Yeah. We look we, at them. We, we love them. We always look at them. We will give you um, a hug yeah. when we see you. A shout out. Yeah, we will give you a hug when we see you. Love, <laughs> love that. Just remember to remind us. It's just tell us that you wrote us a review and we'll give you a hug. Yeah. Love this exactly. We'll believe it. <laughs> All right. So until next Friday, guys. Bye.